my name is Shinawa Chingliak. I'm calling in from Good News Bay, Alaska. Today we're interviewing Key about three topics. Her life in the Philippines, her art process, and social media. We both met through Facebook due to our similar interest in art. Key recorded remotely from the Philippines on Sunday, April 18th, 2021. Enjoy. So I've got to say, my art process is actually a mess. So, okay, number one, I would look for a picture in my gallery. Like in my photos, I'll look for it. It's because I have this habit of saving random pictures. Literally, I would look anywhere. I could be watching a movie. I could be watching a YouTube video. I could be doing anything. And then I would think, wow, wouldn't that be a good reference? And then I'm going to save it. And then there we go. It's stockpiled in my gallery. So from that, I'm going to look for a character that can fit that reference that I picked. And if it if it fits, then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get, I'm gonna sketch them, and then I'm gonna put my own details on it. I'm not gonna fully copy the reference, but only use it as inspiration for like the pose or whatever. And then after that, I'm gonna put in the base colors and then start just start adding details, start painting, start um, maybe start shading the eyes and all of that. I want to put my own details into it, my own touches that could make it unique, like to make my art style different from the others. I would watch YouTube uh, tutorials or YouTube videos uh, in the middle of it as well, just so you know, I know if I'm doing it correctly. So my art takes a long time uh, because I keep doing it again and again until I'm actually satisfied and I'm never satisfied that's why it's so hard that's why I don't have a lot of finished outputs I noticed that when I started doing digital art so I'd say a quick sketch can actually go from 10 minutes to an hour and I'd still call that quick depending on its details but for a full-blown artwork or a finished one I'd say 14 hours max but a minimum of about five or six hours so I think what inspired me to do art was the fact that I really liked looking at it and I thought one day I was just like wow that looks great like I want to do that and then once I actually started doing it, it of course it didn't end up that well uh, that's very normal in my opinion course and if you're like a beginner then it's not always gonna turn out well at the first try but I kept doing it again and again and then I was like wow I improved and that feeling of improvement was just so satisfying it was so fulfilling so that's why I keep doing it because I know I can get somewhere yeah it, it makes me really happy I think that's all that's important I've been doing art or I've been drawing ever since I was in sixth grade but I think what really pushed me like what I, what the time around the time that I actually said wow this is my passion I really want to do this it was about summer before seventh grade so uh, to say that I mean I think it's about three years now I'm in ninth grade so yeah, I think it's been three years, somewhere around three years. So the supplies I use, I used to 
just use any school supplies that I had like for example just a notebook I wasn't using anymore um, a Mongo pencil or literally anything I did not know anything what I was supposed to properly use but now I use a mechanical pencil some erasers I still use the occasional Mongo pencil from time to time you know Faber Castell pencils that I usually use for school but I also main digital art now so I use my phone and a program named Ibis Paint X I main that and I use my finger instead of a stylus because I find it more comfortable in my opinion I know it's very debatable that you should be using a stylus to get better or you should buy a drawing tablet to get better but in my opinion I'm just comfortable with using my finger and I think one day I'll um, eventually upgrade but as of right now I'm really happy and content in where I am so that's all for art I guess I really like art a lot and I hope more people do more people take it up and yeah it's not a waste of time I promise I live in the Philippines it's a country located in Southeast Asia it's just somewhere near the equator well specifically there are three parts of the Philippines well three main parts there's Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao I live in Visayas I think something that the U.S. and the Philippines have in common are something that I've noticed at least. There were a lot of things that I could relate to with some Americans. A lot of shows, just things that I didn't know that they also watched. And I think that's really fun that like somehow, somewhere, I didn't know that it was just exclusive. Like I thought it was exclusive to just my country. And then suddenly I see some this, this person that lives literally miles, thousands of miles away. And then turns out we experience the same childhood. And it makes me really happy because I didn't know that. So uh, for differences, I'd say there's a lot of differences. Especially, I think, the standard. There's also the language, considering that I, I know that the U.S. doesn't really have... I, I know the U.S. doesn't have a official, unofficial language, but I know majority can speak English. While here in the Philippines, even though English is our second official national language, um, there's still a lot that can't speak it fluently. But I know that majority of us can understand English, but I know a lot of Filipinos can't speak it fluently without the Filipino accent. So um, there's also, of course, the beliefs. We have these beliefs, like superstitious beliefs, of course. Something like you can't sweep at night, you can't trim your nails at night, or else you'll get bad luck. Also, a brown butterfly means money. I'm not sure if that's also a thing in America, but it's a thing here. And yeah, there's of course the standards. There's also the difference in economy. But all in all, I don't think that these differences can really be a hurdle in being friends with a person from a different country. Differences are fine. We can have different cultures and traditions and it doesn't matter. We can have different beliefs and it doesn't matter. 
as long as we're both good people as long as we're not hurting each other it's fine you can be friends with anyone growing up i uh i think i lived a pretty normal life i'm very lucky to have went to a school and not really suffer from any uh, major financial problems i grew up with five siblings or rather i have five siblings but the others lived and went to college far away and they're also working in a far away place but i'd say that's fine so of course we still have those traditional filipino uh, traditions of course there's always that and just disappear even though we are a bit modern we still celebrate fiestas we love fiesta so much we have uh where I live in Aklan, we have the mother of all Philippine festivals and it's something I'm really proud of because I'm glad that at the Atihan, something that I enjoy so much is actually the mother of all Philippine festivals. And that's saying something because Filipinos are really, um, I'd say they love their festivals so much and i know no matter where you go in the philippines this will act this fact will prevail you will see it i do think about traveling a lot i uh i want to go to the u.s because i have a lot of friends there a lot of online internet friends that i really want to meet like physically and personally you know and there's also japan i really like japan a lot because I just love their traditions. I love what they do. Everything is just so pretty. I've seen a lot of sceneries and it's so always so pretty. And I just want to experience what it's like, even if it's just a few days. We have cultural foods, of course, but specifically to where I live, we have inubarang manok. It's pretty much made out of native chicken. And the thing about it is it has this banana part. It's really heavy on the stomach, but it's super delicious. If anybody's visiting or if a foreigner comes here, I would definitely recommend them that. There's also lechon, there's sisig, and there's adobo. The, I think one of the more famous or the more well-known Filipino dish. And yeah, that's it. I really love adobo a lot. I love all of these a lot and I would always recommend them. Um, social media that I mainly use is, well, Facebook. I really like Facebook a lot. It is just so diverse. You can meet all sorts of people there. You can make different accounts. Personally, I had an art account and I met so many friends there and it made me so happy that I could meet more and more artists. I also use Twitter from time to time. Um, I don't use TikTok that often while well, I don't have that app even though I know it's one of the more popular ones right now. I also have Instagram and I also have some but mainly I do use Facebook because it's just so fun there. I do keep up with my friends and with famous people. Why? Well, because that's why I had social media, not only because for entertainment, of course, but 
also because I wanted to know how they were doing or if they were traveling, if they were doing fine. Uh, that's also why I had Twitter because I wanted to see if anything's up with anyone, if they're ranting, I want to help them. But I also wanted that just so I could update myself on things I like, on artists I like to keep supporting them. I also want to see if there are any new issues with celebrities or anything or if my artist or if my favorite solo artist like Taylor Swift if she released her new albums and all of that. I don't make content for the fact that I'm more of a supporter like I said. I just want to be there, you know, uh, just low-key be there. I really just want to keep supporting my artist friends. I want to keep seeing their I just it's just very entertaining. That's why I use social media because I find it very entertaining. It's a good way to pass the time and it's just really fun. I do make content sometimes, but that's very rarely. Only if I'm in the mood or if I've thought of something really good, if I've thought of something clever. Um I don't post that often. But in Facebook, I do have quite a number of shared posts. I just don't post that often. I do post art from time to time, but that's very rarely. I don't ever post them. I do put them on my stories, on Messenger, and on Facebook. Sometimes I post them on Twitter. But right now, I'm still trying to get better and better on art before I start actually actively posting somewhere. Social media is so special to me. Why? Because you can meet so many new people. You can make so many new friends. And it doesn't matter if you live so far away. You can meet your soulmate on there. And I know it sounds cliche. But personally, I do believe that um, the person that you could be looking for, it, they could be there on the internet. They could be following you. You could be following them. It's really, it helps close the gap on people and it brings the entire world closer together because it's building bridges on the internet. It's safer and of course social media could be toxic sometimes but something about social media just, it, it can just make such a big impact and it's something that I really hope that people actually get right and they use it for the better and not to start fan wars and not to start bad things, not to start hating on other people, not to start hating on other countries. I hope that it can actually bring more people together for a good cause, for a positive thing. And that's pretty much it. That's my favorite part about social media and <laughs> because I just really want to make friends. I feel really passionate about that. I hope that more people just are, I hope more people are nicer to each other. That's all. And that was key on her three topics, her art process, similarities between countries and life in the Philippines, and social media. Thank you for listening to my first podcast. Signing off.